Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the WTF1 podcast, Piastri Edition. Now, I have just done this introduction, but forgot to press record. We are live on Twitch, and I'm seeing the Twitch chat laughing at me a lot that, laughing at me a lot that I didn't actually press uh, record. So they heard me do the WTF1 intro twice. But here we are, Piastri Edition. Uh, alongside me is, of course, the WTF1 author, uh, to reflect on the news. The news that the Contract Recognition Board has said there is one valid contract, and that contract is at McLaren. Oscar mm. Piastri will drive for McLaren next year on a two-year deal with Lando Norris as his little pal. And finally, Katie, this whole summer break debacle has been put to bed. It has as much as I'm very excited for Oscar joining McLaren, it's a really cool step in his Formula One journey. I am also really relieved to just finally have the news done and dusted because, as you kind of alluded to, the CRB met on Monday to discuss this. It's been an ongoing since Piastri announced at the start of August that he wasn't going to be driving for Alpine next year. It's kind of been up in the air, but we finally have a decision. And that is that we're going to be seeing Oscar Piastri in Papaya next year and maybe the year after that. So finally, a piece of the puzzle has been placed and we can Ooh. start to just figure out some things. Not all things. There's still quite a few things to, to be put in place, isn't there? But... Uh, Piastri alongside Norris, that's going to be a really exciting lineup. Those two together, Piastri highly rated. Um, you know, he's won everything uh, on the run up to Formula One, all in his debut year as well. And he's going up alongside Lando Norris, who won almost everything apart from Formula Two, where yeah. Again, he was he got second. So I think that that partnership could either go one way, they work incredibly well together and McLaren move forward, or the other way where they both fight for number one in the team. Depends whether you like controversy or not. But that obviously now means our attention heads over to Alpine mm. and to Haas and to all the other teams that have yet to... Well, even, even teams that have signed drivers, there might be a, a silly season debate. Alpha Tauri, for example, lots of Pierre Gasly murmurs have been going around, Katie. But before we dive into that, let's just go into what uh, the teams have said uh, with regards to um, the Alpine-McLaren debate. So Alpine put out a statement, said, Alpine thanks the CRB for convening on Monday and we acknowledge the decision they have made. We consider the matter closed on our side and will announce our full 2023 driver lineup in due course. Our immediate focus is the Dutch Grand Prix and securing points in our fight for fourth in the Constructors' Championship. So yeah, they essentially acknowledge defeat. Um, and I wonder, I wonder what they thought they had in that whole contract debate because they clearly felt they were in the right. That's why they went to the CRB. Uh, McLaren knew they were in the right. There was this whole talk, but wasn't there about the deadline that Oscar Piastri had with Alpine, which apparently turned out to be false. But you never know what to believe in Formula One. We thought Oscar Piastri was driving for Alpine next year because Alpine said it. I wonder if they deleted it on their Twitter. We'll have to check that. Um, I'm imagining they probably have. Uh, but yeah, McLaren, on the other hand, we have signed 2021 F2 champion Oscar Piastri. Oscar joins Lando to form our exciting F1 driver lineup from 2023. And then Oscar quote tweeted saying, can't wait to get started. Now, I am extremely disappointed with Oscar because he oh. missed such a trick. Oh, such a goal. Why has he not? 
rephrased <laughs> the uh, the meme that he did previously. Why not? I understand McLaren have put out an announcement, yeah, yeah. that kind of thing. That is such an open the goal. The poor kid is probably traumatized, Matt. He's probably just like, I'm just going to just tweet a smiley just face so I don't offend meme. anyone. What did he get that previous one? Uh, like 300 and something thousand. Likes, yeah. yeah. Like, Oscar, it was an open goal. Oh. And maybe because Alban did it. Maybe it was uh, felt like it had been done already. I don't know. Because obviously Alban joked about it with, uh, with his Williams uh, confirmation of contract. But yeah. Oscar Piastri, can't wait to get started. And I don't think we can wait either. Yeah. And then when we got the email through in my inbox about the FIA F2 champion Oscar Piastri to join McLaren Racing in 2023, I scrolled down and there was actually an Oscar Piastri quote in the article. So that was a good start because we didn't have that with the Alpine one. It's interesting hearing from Otmar who said that before the um, Alpine social media announced that Piastri had been promoted to this role before Oscar very publicly rejected them. He said that he went and spoke to him. I think he was in the simulator and was like, hi, do you want a seat? And Oscar was just kind of like, yeah, that sounds great. Thanks. Obviously, just doing that. Like, I think probably most of us would at that age of like, oh crap, I'm being <laughs> given a seat, and like he must know at the back in the back of his mind that he's trying to sort something out with McLaren, but didn't want the confrontation. But yeah, I mean, as much as I'm, you know, sad to see Ricardo go, I know that a lot of people have said that his performances don't warrant him being at McLaren anymore, and I do see that, and you know, I totally get it. But at the same time. You know, I have a very soft spot for Daniel Ricciardo. This is not secret information. Um, so I guess it's kind of bittersweet of like having one talented Aussie leave in replace of another younger talented Aussie um, in his place. And Ricardo said, you know, that he'll be more than happy to support Oscar when he comes onto the grid next year or if he came onto the grid, but we now know he is. So there's no bad blood between the two, which is good. Um but yeah, I'm just quite glad this part of the silly season is over because it seems to have been stretched <laughs> for so long. Now, there is um, our on-the-ground correspondent, Tommy, uh, on his house ground, not the uh, race ground. Um, he uh, has messaged us to let us know that the 4th of July 2022 was when the contract was done with Alpine. Uh, so Piastri's... Uh, contract then and ricardo's social media post saying he was committed to mclaren was the 13th of july 2022 so nine days later danny rick was still committing to mclaren so it does it does post a question when were these conversations being happen uh, being happened uh, <laughs> <laughs> when were these conversations happening and was there a bit of an overlap between ricardo being told one thing and mclaren maybe looking and shopping elsewhere at the same time. So McLaren signed a contract with Piastri on the 4th of July. Is that what you're saying? Or he signed I, the contract with I Alpine thought, on the 4th? Well, the way I've um, understood what Tommy has said is that that's when Oscar Pia... Oh, uh, wait, hold on. I need to check this with Tommy. What do you mean? You're going to hear me live typing right now. What do you mean? 4th July, <laughs> Piastri signed for McLaren. Yeah, because if so, then clear, they've really done I Ricardo dirty. Maybe, I thought that was maybe um, to do with... I need to reply now. Come on, Tommy. You can't okay. just leave us well, hanging. Well, while we wait yeah. for Tommy to reply, let's have um, a look through some of the other quotes. So Zach Brown saying Oscar is one of the most up-and-coming talents uh, through the feeder series into F1, and we're delighted to see him join our team for 2023. 
and basically <sighs> just saying how happy he is. Yes, it was. So scrap what I just said. Piastri signed to drive for McLaren on the 4th of July 2022. That's what the CRB recognised. And then nine days later, Ricardo said he was committed to McLaren. That's so mean. That is shocking. Zach Brown, I'm coming for you, babes, right? Yeah. You mess my boy around like that. Wow. They, they properly. They've shafted Ricardo. I'm they sorry. That's so mean. Ricardo. I know Formula One is a competitive sport. It's dog eat dog. Like, I'm not going to pretend like F1 is just unicorns and rainbows, but that's just out of order. Well, it just shows that they're having one conversation with Danny Rick yeah. and another conversation behind his back, signing, literally signing on the dotted line with Oscar Piastri on the 4th of July. Ooh, that's not going to look good. That does not look good, to be honest with you. Now, you, you have to then try and break this down. What would be the reason maybe that Danny Rick has said he's committed? Maybe at that point, Danny Rick, I don't know, thought that he could still keep his contract or maybe they signed Piastri as a driver or, you know, they were signing everyone, right? Maybe they <laughs> promised Piastri one thing, like, oh, if Danny Rick leaves, you'll get the McLaren seat. But maybe there was, I don't know, I'm just trying to give the benefit of the doubt a little bit here where you go, you know, because McLaren have been signing every racing driver under the sun at the moment, have they not? So, mm. I don't know, maybe it was just to be under the umbrella, but then would Piastri have signed with McLaren if he wasn't promised that he would be in a Formula One seat because he had a set Formula One seat with Alpine? Mm. Mm. Oh, this is this is juicy drama. Very juicy this drama. Is. Netflix Drive to Survive are going to be having a field day with all of this. And you, you just know that Netflix are probably with Alpine and McLaren this weekend because why wouldn't they be? If not, they will be now. They, they will be running to that motorhome. Yeah, damn, that is... Uh... That's intense. I mean, if you had that and you were telling Ricardo, maybe they were lying to Ricardo and saying, we haven't signed anything with Oscar yet. Like there's still a chance in the hopes that maybe it would motivate Ricardo for the second half of the season or whatever. But at the same time, like Ricardo, he's been thrown into the lion's den in the terms of like Zach Brown slating him in the media and saying about his contract and his future. Ricardo also knows that he's not delivering what he wants to do in that McLaren. He's not an idiot. He knows that he can do better and that this is his results don't reflect who he is as a driver. Like, I don't understand what McLaren's idea behind that is. <laughs> it makes no sense, I'm sure. But like, I don't know if it was some sort of motivational thing to be like, oh, well, we will still keep trying with you, Daniel when they know that they've got Oscar Piastri around the corner with a contract signed. Like, I'm just trying to wrap my head around, like, why they thought that was a good idea. I would just yeah. rather than be open and honest and say, we've signed Oscar. I'm sorry. It's blunt and it's the way it is. But rather than him do that statement to be like, I'm still committed. Yeah, I'm... I'm the timelines I mean, here the are really... It, it, doesn't, it, it doesn't look good for McLaren. Um... FB2 is on right now and I, there were signs that were like flares will not be allowed in the Grand Prix circuit and I'm looking at FP2 with the starting in 1 minute 50 and the, the camera's zooming in on one person holding a flare. Uh, They'll get kicked is, out uh, though. Yeah, triggered. I saw something on Reddit, Reddit that said that people that were putting uh, flares out in Spa got kicked out. 
Wow. Okay. Well, so maybe F1 are like zooming and zooming in on people so they can yeah. <laughs> find them. I don't know. Maybe it's like we're a joint a, effort. It's a, him a in the back of the Stefan shirt. Oh, I love it. Anyway, um, yeah. So obviously, so we've got Oscar Piastri, Alpine. Big rumours now potentially with either Daniel Ricciardo or Nico Hulkenberg going to Haas. I mean, come no. on, not Nico, please. I mean, he's had his go. He's got an incredible record that will probably never be beaten, never getting <laughs> a podium with that many races. But I, just let Danny Rick have it, please. I think the banter between Gunter Steiner and Danny Rick, the more and more I think about it, the more and more I'm, I'm, I'm in for it. I'm not sure how well it will or how good it will be for his racing career going to Haas. But then again, oh. I think as I alluded to maybe a few podcasts ago, there is that Ferrari tie-in, just a tiny bit, of course, with the Ferrari engine, things like that. And he has always sniffed around Ferrari a little bit here and there. I think Man has is. Italian blood. You know, you know. So Come on. I'm not saying he's going to be on his uh, resurgence arc now where he'll then be driving for Ferrari in a few years. But look, I think Haas is definitely the best option, probably. It's just whether they can afford him. And as I've said this many times, you know, is he willing to, to take the pay cut? Because Haas aren't a big team by any stretch of uh, the imagination. Where does Mick go then? Does Mick take the, the, the Alpha Tauri seat when Gasly goes to Alpine? That could be a thing. Because Gasly now seems to be the front runner for Alpine. This is like mad. Like mm. Pierre Gasly was supposed to not have a contract. Um, I was sitting here clause. saying Pierre Gasly was a bit of a mug for signing his Alfa Tauri yeah. contract. And Forget now contracts. it looks like it might not even be that concrete. So if this is your first ever silly season listening to all these driver transfers. I think the, the main takeaway is it doesn't matter if something's written on a piece of paper. It can mm. be ripped up. It can be bought out. Sergio Perez. Like yeah. is another driver in recent years that... Um, got completely mugged off by thinking out a contract and then it being terminated, but didn't work out too badly because he then went to Red Bull. But, mm. you know, it's it's a brutal world out there. It's a savage world. You got to be it's really a savage careful. world. Um, yeah, so, yeah, wow. plenty, plenty to still talk about when it comes to um, drivers uh, fitting in. Uh, in places uh, there's a few questions coming in in the twitch chat just want to shout out be misky as well for the five gifted although i don't usually shout out when we're recording a podcast but here we go um what have we got did you see that ocon yes yeah, so ocon said that he wants mick as his teammate so i don't know if you saw that in the media mm. uh, everybody but that was something he physically came out and said which is not something you usually see or hear from drivers drivers don't usually go i would rather have x as my teammate they usually keep a quite t um you know Mm. stum about it all and just let everything unfold which would suggest that Ocon and Gasly still don't get on that well but yeah he maybe he's just trying to say everything he can to try and prevent them putting Gasly in the I heard seat he may I don't well know even said he wants Matt Gallagher in the car before uh, before Pierre Gasly really? uh, don't quote me on that not sure if it's true or not but um I think he read off one would. of those random bot accounts that seem to be <laughs> spitting out all this rubbish um but yeah, no, maybe we could see um, a Gasly or a Schumacher or a Gallagher in the Alpine seat. Come You've on. done some Renault testing before in an F1 yeah, car. Yeah, so that was a lot. Of maybe they've still got your number well. on record. As yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, like this whole thing has really shafted Alpine in more ways than one. Because in Spa or Monza, Oscar Piastri was meant to be doing one of the rookie FP1 sessions. And now... He's still, he was still doing sim work back in Spa and he might well be there this weekend as well, which would be hella awkward now. This is actually public and live. Um, but they might be a bit stuck for finding a rookie to put 
in the car for these FP1 sessions, which is mandatory, because some of the people on their Alpine Junior roster might not have enough Friday super license points. So mm. there's talk of like Mick Dewin. I'm not sure if he has enough super license points to qualify for doing an FP1, but um, they probably thought, oh, we'll just chuck Oscar in. It'll be great practice because he'll be in an F1 car next year. That'd be fine. They might think now, we're not letting that lad anywhere near us. So they might be shafted there as well. So, yeah, Matt, if you have enough Friday Super License points, I'd slide a little DM to Alpine. I might do. I might do. Um, I, as, as I've just mentioned, I've, I've been watching FP... Well, we, we are literally in the middle of an FP2 watch along as well doing this podcast, but it's at the start, so it's fine. Uh, but I just saw Hamilton say, uh, radio's not working again, and then Bono replied, OK, copy. <laughs> <laughs> just made me laugh. <laughs> just like, fair enough. He's replied anyway, just in case. Um, but yeah, uh, anything else you want to kind of touch upon in this whole Oscar Piastri settlement and uh, any other particular talking points for you, Katie? Um, is there anything? No, I don't think so. I think it's going to be a really uh, cool thing to see Piastri. Well, one in F1 in the first place because the kid's been talked about having a seat for so long and it's just never sort of worked out for him so that's good for him but also I'll be intrigued to see how he gets on one driving this McLaren because everybody says it's such a pain to drive and for him to drive that as his first F1 car is going to be interesting I think and two yeah how he gets on alongside Lando Norris because Lando is still very young but I guess the question is will is he in a position to be that number one driver because normally or like the you know, person that leads the team because normally for a role like that he's done it I think quite well with Ricardo being there even though the Ricardo is the more experienced and successful driver of the two um but yeah having like a proper rookie come on uh Lando's gonna have to take it up a level in terms of like being able to be the one to offer the feedback and help shape that car to make it competitive because we have seen McLaren struggle this year so you might think where McLaren's in this place at the moment that maybe they would be better suited with somebody with a bit more experience that could help set up the car in a better way. But they had that with Ricardo and it didn't really seem to work. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see them have a rookie join join the ranks. But obviously, Lando started at McLaren as a rookie and that worked out pretty well for them. So should be good. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of a waffle. <laughs> I mean, usually I say final thoughts and you'll say I'm looking forward to. But if I just phrase it in a different way, you just you just pop off and you go for a for a whole minute. So maybe I just need to stop saying final thoughts and then uh, and then yeah then you'll have coherent ones. But here we are. Thank you everybody for, for joining this reactive uh, Oscar Piastri. Whether you're listening on audio or whether you're joining us live uh, on Twitch as well. If you don't already follow us, WTF One Official over on Twitch.tv. Um, but yes, we will um, leave you there for that one. Oscar Piastri to McLaren confirmed, and uh, I'm sure the other pieces of the puzzle aren't too far away uh, either. Uh, so enjoy the rest of this uh, Zandvoort Dutch GP weekend. We'll, of course, be live on Twitch on Saturday and Sunday for quali and race watch-alongs. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see you there. Adios. Don't go if you're leaving. Don't go anywhere if you're on Twitch, by the way. We're going to be continuing with our free practice to watch-along. Uh, but this is for audio listeners. Take care. Adios. Bye-bye. <laughs>